0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today's tip. Use these three principles from psychology to argue more effectively. From Tracy Dennis Tawari. What's one of the most important relationships in your life? If you're an entrepreneur, it's the relationship you have with your co-founder. It ranks right up there with marriage. And like marriage, this partnership takes work to reap its benefits. You must communicate effectively, coordinate your efforts, and delegate responsibility. And, perhaps what's most important, figure out how to resolve disagreements. Yes, arguing is one of the key skills an entrepreneur should develop and I just talked about it. Luckily, decades of research on the psychology of relationships identifies three fundamental principles that all co-founders can follow to argue in ways that strengthen their relationship and their business. Spoiler alert, the secret to a good relationship is not arguing less. It's arguing correctly when you inevitably disagree. One, express more positivity than negativity. In the 1990s, psychologist John Gottman famously appeared on television talk shows like The Oprah Winfrey Show to perform a clever trick. After observing couples argue, he'd predict whether they would stay together or break up within the next year. He was 90% accurate. How did he do it? This clever trick was actually no trick at all. It was science. Numerous studies show that couples who argue using a five-to-one ratio of positive to negative statements are more likely to stay together. Researchers track it using a checklist of behaviors. For example, every time someone laughs during an argument, draws a positive or even neutral conclusion, or gives a compliment, a box is checked in the positive column. In contrast, complaints, criticisms, put-downs, or even a yes-but- get a check in the negative column. Not all negative statements are created equal. Gottman's research further showed that four types of statements in particular, termed the four horsemen of the apocalypse, are deadly to the health of a relationship. Criticism, defensiveness, contempt, and stonewalling. Once these uglies consistently show up in arguments, the end is nigh. Co-founders should take this research to heart. When arguing, positives must outweigh the negatives. Even in tough times, show your co-founder that you have their back and believe in them. Even when things go wrong, front-load conflict with points of agreement, appreciation, and connection before you trot out the hard stuff. And avoid the four horsemen at all costs. 2. Listen Deeply Cultivating empathy during a disagreement is one of the best ways to prevent misunderstanding and improve perspective taking. It also saves time. A study from 2012, for example, found that training Fortune 100 executives to begin difficult work conversations with empathy reduced the time it took to resolve issues by as much as 80%. So how to build empathy in an argument? No matter the context, there are three important steps. First, listen with attention. No composing arguments in your mind and without interrupting. There's often something we want to respond to, correct or clarify, stuff it, and write down notes if you must, whatever it takes to keep eye contact. Listen like there's no one else in the world and prioritize understanding what the other is saying and why they feel as they do. Second, repeat the take-home message of what they said. If you can't, ask them to say it again. Third. Acknowledge what they said. Even if you don't agree with it, if you respect your co-founder, then you must believe that their perspective is valuable and worth consideration. Let them know it. In this process, you might even discover that apologizing for your part in a disagreement or problem is appropriate. Do so, but if you're tempted to start apologizing with words like, I'm sorry but, press the rewind button and use your empathy to apologize for real. Side benefit. When you listen deeply, you're in the best position to request the same for yourself. You can even teach your co-founder the never-say-I'm-sorry-but rule. 3. Anticipate arguments and look for patterns. Whether it's the science of parenting or of romantic relationships, every researcher will agree that conflict is handled best when problems are anticipated before they happen. Argue about common founder issues before you're in the heat of the moment. How long will you keep at the business if it is less profitable than expected? What will you do if you run out of money? Articulate what's expected and what's off limits now, so that when and if you get there, you'll not only have a clear plan, but you'll draw on these earlier discussions to disagree more constructively. When you anticipate arguments, you'll also start to notice that they tend to follow a pattern. Do you repeatedly disagree about how to allocate personnel budget? Do you tend to have a big blow-up right after hitting an important milestone? Is there always an EOD meltdown as you're going over priorities for the next day? Each argument will look slightly different, but when you dig below the surface, the themes become clear. Themes like control, respect, and mutual support. Once you see the pattern, you can pinpoint what triggers the fight and then flip the script. Conclusion No one can explain how hard it is to be a founder unless you've done it yourself. That's why the co-founder relationship is so precious. Perfect communication is impossible. But improving how you disagree with your co-founder, even a little, will yield big dividends and amplify one of the most powerful drivers of your company's success. Your ability to share a vision and work as a team. That's it from Inc. Check back weekday mornings at 6 a.m. Eastern for more tips.